This is the M3 Entertainment Bearcast for American Horror Story. Good evening. Welcome back to a new season of American Horror Story because that's all we know that it's called at the moment. It's American Horror Story season right. 16. But I'm your host, Marco Estes, and tonight we'll be going through whatever it is that Ryan Murphy threw at us. Um, I'm still trying to decipher what the hell's going on, even though it's I can't. Okay. I, I'm a, <laughs> it's gonna be okay, baby. It's gonna I, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, <laughs> joining me tonight is Malcolm Travers. Hey, uh, yeah, we don't really need a theme. I'm just saying, Mark. Look, look, yeah. look, look. Joining me next is Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, we do need a thing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and joining us tonight for the first time ever is Corey Scales. What's up? And yeah, so we don't have a theme yet. And Malcolm is sitting here thinking that that's okay. But here's the thing about the theme <laughs> we have Murder House, we have Asylum, we have Coven, Free Show, Hotel, and a Fucking six with a question mark right beside it. And I refuse to call this season American Horror Story my Roanoke Nightmare. I just, that's just too much going on. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling um, that. There's too much going on. Unless Epiphany, maybe the red and the my Roanoke Nightmare, because those only title was red, was Roanoke. Maybe it's going to be called American Horror Story Roanoke. Mm. I don't know. Initial thoughts. I'm going to let everybody get their thoughts out the way first because, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, my first thoughts were that I liked the fact that it was a simpler, streamlined story, you know, and I wasn't really thinking too much about, um, you know, the promotions and what the theme was. I was just taking it for what it was. And, you know, like the initial story of them moving out to Roanoke, I thought was, I mean, it wasn't original. That's what um, I was getting into it with some people is definitely based in cliche, I guess you could say. It, it, not, it almost kind of felt like it was going back to uh, the first season, you know? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Like, I'm not um, saying, and I'm the first person to say I am I am um, one of those people who does not need originality. So, like, if you want to do the same old thing over and over again, as long as you do it well, I'm okay with it. Mm. And I felt like what for what it was, it was good. Okay. And, I, and so as soon as I started, you know, messaging with Mark about it, it was like, you know, he's mad. I was like, what, what are you mad about? This is I good. Was you were, I said, I said you I was were impressed. I said I, was, <laughs> I said I was confused and miffed. That was my exact word. Okay, miffed. Okay, that was it, miffed. Yeah. I was like, I was what like, are you miffed about? Like, everything so far was just, like, pitch perfect to me. Like, you know, it wasn't, like, wow amazing but it was it was definitely intriguing you know creepy old houses are always creepy mm-hmm. you know like i'm the biggest skeptic in the world so that's one of my problems with most horror is like you show me a ghost you show me anything supernatural and my my eyes roll right up to the top of my head i'm just like but creepy old houses and weird sounds happen all the time and that shit is scary <laughs> so yeah. I was feeling that shit. You sleeping in bed and you got nowhere to go, and like I don't know what I do. Like I don't even need to know what's out there. I just like I know I don't want to be here. <laughs> like this is not a good spot mm. to be. You know, surrounded by hillbillies in the country 
on the hundred acres, and you, you know, ain't nobody home. Yeah. I hate to say, and you in an interracial relationship in North Carolina <laughs> in the South. Listen, and that's a horror story in itself. Inbred hillbillies at that. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they got the grace. They got some good people to play them here, but it's too. I'm oh, like, yeah. is this wrong turn? Is it wrong turn? The TV series and shit. Yeah. And then like the cop who's just like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll file that report <laughs> sometime, somewhere. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris, what was your initial reaction? Um, initially, I was just glad that uh, it actually aired, and you know, I was watching the purge before it, and um. That was putting me in a very, um, I don't know, unsatisfied mood. So I was just glad, like, you know, like, finally, after all the previews and after all the teasers, you know, we were finally getting something. Um, it, it, I don't know, it was also kind of weird, too, because I was getting also, like, a slight Blair Witch vibe. And the fact that they were constantly showing all these Blair Witch promos, you know, I was like, mm, you know. But, I mean, I definitely felt like there was some kind of, I don't know, like, twist to all of this you know like it, it was it was it was so kind of i guess you could say um not not so much cliche or anything like that but it, it was so kind of how can i say it like straightforward in terms of it you know being like a haunted house and you know they're in the middle of nowhere or whatever where i felt like there's there has to be another layer to this there has to be something a little bit deeper at least that's how i felt in terms of how they kind of pitched this first episode you know the fact that we're doing this whole uh I guess you could say like docu series type deal, and pretty much what we were seeing was like a reenactment. I almost kind of felt like they were kind of going with uh, the theory that we talked about before, which was like this could be um, like uh, a combination of a bunch of different horror themes. Yeah, you know, or this could be actually thing. even like almost kind of like a I don't know like a American Horror Story Hollywood, where it's kind of like you know you know I don't know a bunch of different horror themes within a film that they're filming, you know, so I don't know. But I definitely felt like there was something deeper, like kind of underlining what we were seeing in this first episode. And I was kind of, the only thing I was kind of irked about is that we didn't get a preview, but I guess that's not too big of a deal, you know, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I still enjoyed it, though. Okay. Corey. Yeah. What did you think? Uh I got a couple of things going on. Now, um, I loved it, even though I have a couple of concerns, too. Um, I do want them to stop cock-teasing and just give us the name of the damn sh- um, mm. you know, uh, season. But at the same time, I'm also thinking about some of the things that Ryan Murphy was mentioning um, when this we were leading up to this. One of which is the fact that there are going to be two completely different themes going on. And he kept bringing up that this is going to have something to do with children. Mm. And he kept saying that. Now, um, some of the other things that we were seeing the little glimpses of, some of them, in my humble opinion, were just cock teases just to mess with us. But there are a couple of other things that I've already seen just in this episode that showed up. There's one little, of one of those little mini clips where somebody has some shears and they're, it looks like they're cutting something that looks like those kind of beaded um, curtains oh and turns out to be teeth. Yeah. And then we see it raining teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, some woman being dragged in the water. Then we see Sarah Paulson when she was out in the um, in the jacuzzi, and the guys yanked her down. They're little pieces of what we've already been seeing, but also um, like I keep thinking about the fact that he says there are two completely different themes. Plus, this is another time traveling one where they're going to go back to I think remember the original thing where they were talking about the uh, the lost colony of Roanoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And he kept mentioning that there, at one point, there's, there's even a still from this season where they show the tree that is carved in that says Croatoan. Exactly. That's going to keep coming up. Yeah. So and I'm willing to bet you some of this is tied to season one. Has to be. Has to be. And that's the thing that my thoughts was this. Like everybody, I agree with everybody what they said. First and foremost, I want to put it out there that I didn't think that the episode was bad because mm-hmm. I like the concept of it having this narrative. But here's the problem with the narrative. You know that the three people who are being, who the story is about, they get out. They're, they're right. telling the story. You know what I'm saying? So to me, right. that was a problem up front. Like, okay, so you need to tell me all, all three of the, the leads, not saying they have to die. I'm just saying like, okay, we know y'all made it out okay. So what does this have to do with well, the overall? alive story? doesn't mean okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> Is like, you know, because <laughs> there are like, worse things than dying. Yeah, but, I'm just, but I, I get it. No, I think that's part. That's part of what you, um, what do you call it? The uh, suspension of disbelief, sort of deal. You know, right? So you people, know, while all this is happening, that you know they're not going to die, right? They're going to survive. And if they do some weird shit where they're, you know, actually ghosts doing interviews or some shit, that would be. Really <laughs> I mean, you could do that. That would be a bit much. <laughs> that would be a bit much. But, but I'm just saying, because they're not going to die, you're, you're asking, like, what else is going to happen? And I don't know. I think that it is I, interesting. I mean, yeah, but I like the whole concept of the narrative of the My Rolling of Nightmares. It's kind of like, what's the, those um, haunted shows, like A Haunting or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. last a damn long. They don't tell you, like, 13, no. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. That's the other thing is that I'm not convinced that they're going to continue with the storyline through the yeah. entire season. I was actually I, thinking that they might do like <clears throat> multiple different storylines within this one season, like multiple different haunted yeah. storylines, you know, in different locations. Exactly. That the whole point is, is that each of these stories isn't going to have a shit ton of characters in it. They're going to rotate their actors through, mm. you know, different stories. That's my, you know, take on it. But, I mean, within this episode, like, who did we see? We we got Angela Bassett. I thought Kathy Bates mm-hmm. for a quick minute, you know, um, mm-hmm. Sarah Paulson or whatever. But they're definitely, I mean, I didn't see any Gaga, even though I don't know if she's gonna, really going to have, like, a major part. And she said, and they confirmed that she was coming back. And then in the opening, in the closing credits this time around, her name was nowhere in the opening closing credits. Mm-hmm. But they could change. They right. did show Dennis O'Hare. Mm-hmm. Um, they also showed Evan Peters. Mm-hmm. And they show Cheyenne Jackson and Wes Bentley. Mm-hmm. So they have yet to pop up. But overall, I'm like, I don't know. Plus, we have to wait till 2 o'clock in the Well, Corey and Derek and all, but let me say, all of y'all have to wait until two of y'all really want to stay up there late to see. Yeah, that's not going to be me. I'll watch that online later. Right. I think you're the only one that's all about. I'm going to be sitting here. You're damn right. I'll be sitting there, man. It's like, look, what is this thing you're waiting on until two in the morning for? Well, they said they're going to give, like, you know, usually tell you this season on American Horror Story, but they said it's like a team with like the whole. Thing. Here's the, you know, here's the thing for American Horror Story season six. Oh. That's the name of it, cocktail. Oh, because okay. they they didn't give a thing. They said, well, wait till 11 p.m. Pacific time to find out what else is going on in American Horror Story on all these social media platforms. I'm like, mm-hmm. bastards. But if you know, it's okay though because but I'm down. But Mark, but Mark, what? this is my thing. 
but they haven't treated you right yet. So what makes you think that at three o'clock in the morning you gonna get something that ain't gonna do nothing but cause you to sit up the rest of the night? It's like it's like Lady Gaga says, a perfect illusion. It's a bad <laughs> romance. All this shit rolled up in one. So I'm just, I'm just. I'm yeah, just you're pressed. Yeah. I'm not pressed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like I said again, yeah. I think this this was the approach that Ryan Murphy and the whole American Horror Story team was going for to get people thinking, talking about it, even after the show airs, you know, because now it's still kind of like this open ended, you know, I guess thing about what is the theme this season. So if they can stretch this out through the entire season and keep people, you know, speculating and coming up with theories, that's good for their promotional you know whole deal like you know that's that's a quick way for them to kind of continuously promote this show through the fan base you know so i give you that to a certain extent because a lot of people didn't care for hotel and a lot of people didn't care for free show so they i guess to get all the folks of the eyes they needed tonight mm-hmm. we're gonna have this big you know promotional pool like throw all these teasers out and have everybody guessing because everybody likes a good social media game they like a good you know right exactly you know stuff like this so now that they're like okay i gotta okay that was all there for that that's yeah. how some people are acting but for me it's still on lines of like what well, do you want people tuning in because you play a social media game, or do you want people tuning in because you've written, uh, you have a well-written show? Because right. I'm just saying, how long have we been talking about this episode? We haven't even really talked about the show itself. You're talking about all the the media around the show. I don't know who is. You have to put your camera down. I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, oh, that's uh, Corey. Yeah, right, Mo. All I can literally, I can see like your eyebrows in the top of your head. <laughs> We're giving our all. I mean, I'm sort of squeezed of over here at the moment. I yeah, know a lot of all black men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were just like messaging back and forth because I know uh, Corey is a huge horror uh, fanatic. Yes, so, he is. Um, because I felt like I was about to get ganged up on. Like, everyone's hating on this shit. I was enjoying well, it. I mean, like I said, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, me personally, I enjoyed I it as well, it. too. You know? It. Yeah, it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't like I was sitting here watching, like, this is garbage, this is trash. I thought, you know, yeah. it was really well done. You know, it kept me completely intrigued, you know, and I, like, I was still guessing and thinking of where is this all leading to, you know, throughout the entire episode. So I yeah. enjoyed it. I think the thing, and that's the thing, I think, once again, their you know whole marketing scheme worked because we're still having a conversation about yeah. the theme, you know, yeah. and, and we have an actual episode to discuss. And we have an actual episode, the theme. but even within the episode, because they cle- like like you know like we've all said, they clearly could have you know basically uh, titled the theme for this season within the episode, and they didn't, and they did right. it for a specific reason because they know people would still be talking and trying to guess right. what is the theme this season. Except me, I I wasn't. I didn't give a shit. I was like, I'm going to see the show and and enjoy it for what it is. Like what? But yeah, but what I was trying to get to was I'm still I'm, I'm trying to get to the episode, but because I was trying to talk about the narrative, right? Because them going back between Lily Rabe and um, I forget the other guy's name. He he he's a main character. He's a main cast member too. Was he? And correct me if I'm wrong. Was he not? Um, one of the lawyers on OJ team, uh, people versus OJ. Yeah, uh, I want I've seen him somewhere. Yeah, I don't think he was on that. That's not yeah. who you're thinking of. Yeah, I know who you're thinking of. That's not him. Okay, because he looks just like that guy who was the lord, the assistant lawyer on um, people versus OJ. Mm. 
but a quick Google search. The um, yeah, cause you great with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, right. <laughs> but yeah, your friend. but yeah, the, I, I mean, it's just like when I was trying to watch the episode because it is streamlined it with just you know Sarah Paulson and Cuba Gun Jr. I would have been still enthralled because yeah. just still going back to Lily Rob. It's like y'all taking me out because I like the, the suspense is being. You're building the suspense, but then when they start talking, like, you know, you're taking the out because I know nothing's going to happen to your ass because you're standing right to tell the floor. That's my only thing. But overall, I like the concept. Then we get to the whole stick figures. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, that was kind of giving me flashbacks from, um, was Blair it True Witch. Detective or whatever? Or Blair, 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 Blair Witch. Witch. Blair Blair Witch. Witch. Yeah. Then it went straight to a commercial Blair Witch. And I right. said, Brian, if you working with Lionsgate to sit there and have a like a, <laughs> a cross promotional thing with this, oh, I'm like, you know what? I would have been. I'll, I'll be for that. I really would be for that. But, oh, Andre Holland, that's the dude who plays uh, yeah. Lou Ray's husband. He's also the lead character in Moonlight. He plays, <laughs> um, yeah, he plays Chiron's. You know, I don't know, love interest or whatever. So, okay, okay, all right, okay. I'm all right. We're <laughs> right. yeah, uh, but the story itself, I mean, we get, you know, they first of all, it started off in Los Angeles, you know, with mm. all of, I think everything's going to tie back to LA because that's where the first season started off there. So there's a first clue harking back to uh, season one right there. And Matt and Shelby are the two main characters. And Matt is played by Cuba Gun Jr. in the reenactment, and Shelby's played by Sarah Paulson. In the reenactment, and they're they're in love, they're married, and one night they enjoy themselves, and Matt is the victim of a what they call a gang initiation, Easy. like a yeah. What, 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 I think, what's it yeah. called? Punch out. Yeah, punch out, out. out. Boy, out. and they blacked out, dude, like yeah. so heavy, like he dropped. I don't yeah. think they and Sarah Paulson's character yeah. was pregnant too right yeah. yeah which is another yeah. correlation to season one because that is the whole thing with um vivian and um her losing her child right. before they moved into the murder house so it has similarities like we already discussed already but um something else i want to mention but it just it just escaped me right quick though but anyway so they moved oh y'all been in la that long y'all let one little knockout incident you know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, a crime victim, it, it is on, honestly, it is a common thing for you to move. If not move cities, at least move um, from they where you were country. living. They moved yeah. across the country. They moved clear across the country. They went from one. Well, he said that his family lived out there, so mm -hmm. it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not that crazy to move closer to your family. Um, and also, we're talking about the knockout, and I'm thinking like they didn't knock him out hard enough as that damn girl did. They do that viral viral video we were seeing for the last two days. Oh. <laughs> Mm. You talking about the yes the Yaga? Yeah, I think she I think she knocked his ass completely out. I don't think he smoked up yet. But anyway, um, they moved to the East Coast to and they didn't ever say what well, they they said Roanoke, but they didn't really say North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. yeah. And so they are in there. They they move in, and there's this big beautiful house in the woods where they're sitting there frolicking through the woods and shit. <laughs> and I'm like, this house looks. It looks cute, but it just looks so plantation like. Yes, yes. you know <laughs> yes. the house looks cute with some other houses next to it. Right. Yeah. Uh, the house don't look so cute when it's out in the forest all by itself. 
Yeah, with a lot, with just everything around it seems like it's dead almost. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no yeah. life there. And so, as long as I got internet, I'm good though. I'm just saying. So if you got high speed. <laughs> if you got high speed internet. I'm good. Yeah. I can't have a house with too many interests and things. I can't cover my house. <laughs> and it looks this, and they get it for what forty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. 40 G's, yeah. He started the mm-hmm. bid off at twenty one thousand. But my whole thing, okay, you got the house forty G's, but like looking at it, it needed a lot of work. Yeah. So the money you're gonna put into like renovations and repairs. And how much it cost to heat that motherfucker? That too, yeah. 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 That house is big and airy. Yeah. And right. it remind it kind of reminded me a little bit of the shining a little bit, only because mm-hmm. you're surrounded in the middle of nowhere. And it was when it comes it snows because it's gonna fucking snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you know, hey, whatever. So they get in the house, they're having a, the time of their lives, and then strange shit starts happening. All we can sit there and say is strange shit starts happening here. And of course, it starts when you start fucking, right? <laughs> but can we talk about can we can we talk about Cuba's ass for a minute? Yes, was, thank I, you. I was thank like, oh, you. like, where where is the appreciation for the? I'm gonna say Cuba ass has been a highlight of various different films and television shows. And Rob Murphy was sitting there when he sat there did um, um the people of OJ Simpson. Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know what? Let, let, let me call Sarah the fuck. You know Sarah is Sarah is his good Judy. Oh yeah. So he called Sarah. <laughs> So yo, I got this idea. Like we get Cuba and Julia. Y'all have a sex scene. She said, "I'm all down for it. Just show his ass, girl." I'm already here. You don't want to Murphy. They've been showing Cuba Gooden's ass ever since what was another. Yeah, and it's a beautiful, and it still looks good. For yeah. the past thirty years, his oh, right, ass right, is still right, top right, notch. Right, right, yeah, right, right. yeah. <laughs> right. But see, I had it with my little innocent eyes back when I saw Boys in the Hood for the first time, and now with my little thirty-three year old eyes, it's like you know. <laughs> but uh, it's just a thing of beauty. It is. Mm-hmm. But uh, he goes out there, and there's cans being thrown all over the place, and dead pigs being left around. So it's something going on to the point where. She gets almost drowned in the water and shit and all this and this thing like why would you I don't understand why white women love to stay at these big ass empty houses by themselves. By themselves though. That was my whole thing. Like uh, come on now. Like, cause I've been like, you know what? My big black husband is in town for God knows how long. I think I'm gonna go into the city and find some type of right, white thing right. You know, <laughs> have some of these women get their lives together and shit like that. But not cause see, like, that's the type of shit. Like, you know, if something did happen to you, nobody gonna be able to like reach you or find you to God knows when. Like, what? You, you, you in the middle of nowhere? You in the middle of nowhere, right? You know, so it's like, nah. and then he said he worked two hours away. So I'm like, hell no. You know what I'm <laughs> Call me when you get home, Matt. Call me when you get home. You home? Okay, I'll be, I'll be there. But well, we got, but well, we gotta um give her credit. You noticed she was the first person to get the hell out of that house. Oh, oh yeah. Thank you, thank you, Corb. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that was the other thing that took me out of this. That was the other thing that that was the other thing that took me out of this. It took you out. It took me out because she was like, "I'm ready to go." Well, honey, we can all save it. Fuck that! It's gonna be the other way around. <laughs> oh, wow. it's so hilarious. Like the the scene was set up where I think Angela Bassett and old boy they were in the basement talking or whatever. Yeah. And then I think they hear a motor. And the next scene is her like flying down the road, like she is gone. Like I was doing was- a slow clap. I was doing. 
I was doing a slow clap. I was like, yes, bro, like, yes. get the fuck mm-hmm. out. I thought I was gone. <laughs> I was like, I don't, really? I don't know where I'm going. I don't right. <laughs> Just ain't no bags. Just say goodbye, nobody, nothing. She just left. You know what? She had already said everything she needed to say. She did. She yeah, did. and they weren't listening. You weren't. Y'all are not listening to me. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And I, Very was, true. I to, and also, why was Angela's gun locked up? Why was it locked up? That's a good Corey, call. you thought I was sitting there thinking about you. I was like, Corey, she was like, no, 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 no. That's not how you do this shit. No, no, no. She would have a gun on her holster. The gun is locked up because she ain't sufficiently scared. Because they, they still got them thinking that they fucking with each other. You yeah. ain't got to be scared. They sit there and say, as the best said, there's somebody in the house. Mm. That was that was that was reason to go upstairs. Yeah. Get the gun. Get the gun. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, again, it, it, you know, I don't even know. Like, the, I guess they were trying to switch it up because you know, like, it's common. You know, I mean, it, just being real. You know, when it comes to not all black folks, but some black folks. Well, we're not going to even step into some kind of old raggedy ass house in the south, something like that. You know, <laughs> on some just on some regular tip right there, but. The fact that we're in a home like that, we already know something is going on. We already know, supposedly, either the house is haunted or there's someone trying to mess with us. So it's like, if it, I was Angela, that going to have been on me at all times, like at mm-hmm. all times. You know, I wouldn't yeah. leave the room without it. Period. Yeah. And even though she was a drunk, can we talk? Let's, let's, I jumped ahead of that because that was another thing that took me out the story. Because you know, because you, I've seen these uh, hauntings and stuff like that, and, it, and I'm not saying it took me out in a bad way, but just like. Y'all still doing the regular American Horror Story narrative, but y'all doing it in a new creative way. I give you that. I give you that. I give y'all that. The whole backstory of her being a cop, because, you know, that was not... Because, you know, you got an hour to feel with these haunting-type shows, mm-hmm. and that would have been irrelevant as fuck. But for the narrative that for this season, it made sense, because that's going to be a big part of her you know, storyline going forward. You know, she's this yeah. you know, disgraced cop who got killed in the and then she got shot in the line of um duty and was on pain painkillers and all this shit but yeah. i was just like you know first of all i'm glad y'all brought angela in on episode one yeah exactly and yeah i love her i do like every time she's on there just i don't care i i like the fact that her character being a cop or whatever um i don't know just kind of fits her in a way like when she was saying about like the, um, where is it, you know, do you have your badge and gun? It's like, I don't have my badge, but you know, I got my gun. <laughs> I'm still a packer, yeah. I was just like, okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, a, little, a little gratitude for Angela. I mean, Angela goes in like any role that she plays, she's always putting in 150%, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it was definitely believable. Yeah, I mean, so pretty much, we get to the whole confrontation between Angela Bass and she hears the same noise and stuff like that. And she hears, she goes downstairs and she finds the wine bottle. Like, shit, what the fuck? Why do you, why do you do something like this? And they arguing and shit. And then all while this is going on, there's a fucking procession going on outside towards their house. Mm-hmm. And um, Matt is over at, we're two hours, two and a half hours away or two hours away watching all this on his phone. Ain't nobody got their cell phone on them. <laughs> and I'm like, this don't make any goddamn sense. So they go downstairs, come across this TV, 
that's playing a video of somebody in the woods chasing somebody. And I'm thinking, like, this is most definitely a fucking crossover to Blair Witch. I was like, I was just waiting for one of the damn um, Heather Donahue or one of the other damn people to pop up on the screen. Like, oh my God, I'm scared. And, yeah. But I was like, nope, nope, nope. It's just more people fucking with them. And the person said, I finally got you, you son of a bitch, on the mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. I guess they finally got it on film. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I which it just looked weird. Now, see, that could have been Gaga right there, though. You know, she'd be down for some <laughs> shit like that. Walking Putting the damn pig's head on. Pig head on her, just walking around. Yeah. So, I mean, it could have been Gaga. That's funny. Yeah. So, I was like, okay, cool. You know, um, Cuba comes in, and this is we get to the scene where we all talking about earlier. Well, I think like, that's another, um, you know, major part. Uh, I think when Angela. Um, an old girl finally got upstairs. There was all those little Thank you. Yeah, doll figures hanging around like the main room. Yeah. You know, which we already know there's no way they were able to put if it was just some, you know, regular folks, they wouldn't have been able to construct that like that quickly. So it had yeah. to be something else going on. And Yeah, it is. But think about it. That's why I was like, you know, Cuba, you've been, you know, you knew that you felt that with the three hillbillies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. He could be right. He probably was on free because they were trying to sit there and buy the damn house too, but for, mm-hmm. for some weird reason. Mm-hmm. Or they uh, um and that's some that's some another connection to season two. Because they asked why the house so cheap and they said the hurricanes. Remember in season two they had the big ass hurricane mm-hmm. or nor'easter mm-hmm. they call it, you know, they popped in during mm-hmm. um so there's that. And then um after this set up personally, Mark. I don't think that the hillbillies ever actually wanted the house. Mm. I think oh, set up that's, a good, that's a good point. Mm. That's a good point. They just probably sat there and pushed them into buying a house. What you saying? Yeah, I think this. I think this is some sacrificial shit right here. Well, oh, yeah. Hey, that's that's a theory right there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's a good theory right there. Yeah. Um. So Shelby does what us five would have done. Got to get the car left. Uh huh. It would be a horror style, you know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. the shit was just saying that we'll get we'll buy new shit. Right. You know, so, um, <laughs> right. I give me a new yoga man when I get um uh, wherever I'm exactly. going. Exactly. And uh, so she's driving down the road, and I'm thinking like, I her phone's ringing. I'm like, she's gonna hit something. Mm-hmm. As soon as her ass is on the road, she's gonna fucking hit some something. She's gonna route the road and something like that. And so then, of course, Matt calls her, and she runs right smack into the Kathy Bates ass. Mm-hmm. He'd be going pretty goddamn fast to sit there, hit Kathy Bates ass, and have a flip across the goddamn. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's mean though, but I mean. Okay, but anyway, she. <laughs> you know what? Somebody going to this shit, going to send the Kathy Bates, my ass is going to be damn. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm like Ginger Minch now. They're not going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so she decides, she, Kathy Bates gets up. With a bloody hatchet or whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and walks a bunch of woods. Mm-hmm. And what does Shelby do? She oh, walks up. She walks her ass right behind her, which is when Derek takes me. Like she's, she's not, she's not smart at all. It's funny smart. because we were just giving her points for dipping exactly. hell in the house so quickly. In less than like what a minute later, she's right back to just you know being um, stupid. Cliche. Oh, I got to the house. I would have. I would have waited till I got to town to. You know, oh yeah. I, I, I had to leave the house because yeah. the shit was happening. But I hit somebody along the way. So I and, and, it, and the thing is, technically, it wouldn't be considered a hit or run because she did stop. 
she did try to, you know, go assist the woman, and she walked into the woods. So at that point, I can't do anything else. You know what I'm saying? She left and went her own way, you know? I'm I'm taking a photo and getting I back took in a the photo, car. Exactly. Like, geotag. Exactly. This is the geotag of where this accident took place. It's on the photo. <laughs> right. I'm sitting there, it's like I hit somebody, but I keep it all going. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Because I'd have no. been like, "Well, hell, I asked got up and walked away, so I assumed that she was okay." She was okay. Right. right. So, I said, I mean, I'm "What was she saying? What was she screaming out? Was she screaming out?" I got to take the hospital. Oh, I got to take it to the hospital. Yeah. Though technically, Chris, just for the record. Uh-huh. It is still a hit and run, even if you try to help the person and they walk away and you don't wait for the police. Okay, mm. so you still, but but you can still wait there in your car, right? You don't got to follow well, behind the person. Wait in your car. Yeah. Okay. You can right. Okay. See that the police come. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I would be. Know. I'd be guilty of hit and run. I'm exactly. I'm guilty of this because and Malcolm may know about this. Mm. Malcolm, you know about the McDonald's that's on the Skyway in Chicago. Mm-mm. You remember that? No, I was too young. Okay, so there's okay, so there's some McDonald's on the Skyway. It's like uh, uh, uh it's a highway in the sky, Skyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and my mother and I went to call one day, and she hit this dude who was walking up the ramp entrance. Mm-hmm. She turned. The sun was directly in my eye. You know, it was coming right through the windshield. It was 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. And we didn't know she hit nobody until he was flipping over the top. Oh, um, again, you're not supposed to be walking on the skyway because that's illegal. Mm-hmm. But in yeah. she hit dude, she stopped. We got out. He said he was okay. She, you know, went to make sure. He was like, no, I'm tired. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. And so he went on to work. So she went on to work, and then she called the police when she got to work, and they gave her a ticket for hit and run because she had to wait. Oh wow! Well, she would have sat there. Um, well, look, I would have got that ticket because it's one thing to sit there and pay for a ticket to sit there and pay for your damn life. There you so, go. Very true. So I'm not I, rational when I'm scared. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not thinking about nothing but getting the fuck out. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so she goes into the woods, and then she stumbles across these now stick figures again. Mm. Runs, trips, and falls, and the fucking forest is breathing. It's not. It's, um. Yeah. That's shit. Oh my god. And that was creepy. And that fucked me up too. Because I'm like, the forest is breathing, and I'm not talking like Evil Dead breathing. They like, no, it's fucking breathing. It's moving. Oh, yeah, the ground was moving, and I'm like, and the trees, these ancient ass trees are going like. Yeah, that was new. I'd say that. I'm I haven't like, seen that. Okay, you know, okay, it's time to go. But then she gets surrounded by, you know. People with torches and a man who has been scalped, mm-hmm. and I felt like that man. You know, at the end of the episode, I felt scalped. Mm. I mean, I just feel like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know, what, I don't know what's going on. Then they sat there and said, "We'll tell you everything else later on tonight." So I felt Not even tonight at what it was at eleven p.m. Pacific time. <laughs> I'm like, like, oh my god. So, <laughs> and then we have Malcolm. So, what you think? I like Malcolm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know right now because let me tell you you what would have happened to Derek. I I mean, not that I would have followed her into the woods, but had I found myself in that situation, there's this thing called hysterical blindness. But I'm taking a step further, and I just go to hysterical sleep. Mm. (laughs) When the world just becomes too much, you just lay down and go to sleep. 
You mm-hmm. cut off all your senses. Mm. Yeah. Y'all kill me, y'all kill me, but I ain't fucking with this shit. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what would have happened when the, when the forest, when the earth started moving and the forest started breathing and shit. I said, oh, oh okay. And right. I just take my ass right down there, made a nice little pillow, put my head down, and gone the fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my news feed and my inbox is still having people contact me because they know I'm the official American Horse aficionado in their life. Mm. Mark, what's going on? I just seen the episode twice. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. I'm like, look, yeah, I'm doing a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was um, I was gonna mention this earlier. Um, you know, when we switched over to Google Plus and um, to YouTube Live, you know, we have right. a chat window, and I finally figured out how to do it. Because, you know, I was hosting yesterday, so I couldn't see it. But we actually do have some comments. So um, one person, I guess, who is from Chile said, uh, what is the theme? I didn't get it. <laughs> Which is, yeah. That was it's, see, it's, not, it's not only us here in the States. It's global now. Like, folks are just yes, all around yes. the world like, what, what's going on? I, I don't get it. Right. So, yeah, unfortunately, we don't have an answer for you. But you were saying... <laughs> You were saying that um, we're going to find out sometime tonight? or We still don't find out a thing. We might just have a, um, this season on American Horror Story. And right. it might be just like... Mm-hmm. Just a, a the next episode. episode right? mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah you're not the only one who wants to know what the thing is. I mean, kind of going back to what Derek <laughs> said earlier, though. You know, I, I'm all for, you know, the intrigue and the mystery and trying to guess the thing. But at the end of the day, you know, um, this whole... I don't know, this whole trick or whatever of keeping people guessing could get old and stale real quick, you know? So I think it's still very important that, like, this season is, like, actually really entertaining. I enjoyed this first episode. Um, I think I enjoyed it mainly because I felt like, you know, there was just so much potential still there with it. But I will say, like, because the thing of it is that, like, looking back at some of the past seasons, like, I mean, we talked about this earlier, like, Freak Show was probably, like, my least liked season, you know, out of all of them so far. And, you know, and with, yeah, and with Freak Show, it had so much potential. So much potential. And I think that's why I was so disappointed with it, because it felt like it just completely dropped the ball. With this season, I feel the same way. Like, it has a lot of potential, you know. But I hope, like, the payoff, you know, with all this this guessing and everything is like worth it at the end. And I mean, we won't know until we get deeper into the season, but I will say so far it's, it's, it's starting off with a good start, but I feel like it's going to be really important for them to kind of, even if they don't officially reveal the theme, um, I don't know, like find some type of steady pacing. Like I think they got something going on now, but I'm not totally sure. I think that is, that's the, um, that's the balance that is hard for a lot of these shows to find. I can't, I can't remember the name of the show. I think it was called Flash Forward. Did anybody remember that? Flash Forward. Yeah, the show came on ABC. Yeah. And everybody oh, felt yeah. They had a dream about what they were going to be doing three months or four months from now. And it lasted like a hot two seasons and they canceled it, basically. It wasn't even two seasons. It was eight seasons. But Damn. what happened was they started this show off with all these questions. Mm-hmm. But the rate of answering the question mm-hmm. was so slow. You know, a mystery is cool for three or four weeks, mm-hmm. but at some point, people, are, you know, they can get a little sense. Of, okay, yeah, I just, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's my spirit, Derek. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, no. And and that's the thing here. It's great to open up with this mystery. Okay, mm-hmm. we don't, don't know what the show is about. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what's going on. 
you know, you've given you fed us a little bit this week. That was cute. You gave mm-hmm. us a nice setup and everything. Now you got about two more weeks and then you got to, <laughs> I got pull it together. <laughs> you got to start giving me some answers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. And um but I guess in the end, like I said, I was watching it again as we were sitting talking about it and Again, I want to make sure that everybody knows I'm ex- I'm still excited. I'm still happy that the show is back. It's just that how can I put it? I just feel as if we could have got a theme. Back was almost like you don't need a theme. Back <laughs> really see people want a theme. You know what I'm saying? No, they wanna... you want a theme. I want a well-told story. I don't need a theme. I want a well-told story, and that is where this is falling apart. Hotel had a theme, but Hotel didn't have a well-told story. Now, so see, me, wait a minute now. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. minute. See, we're about to... Yeah. I said, for me. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Freak Show had a theme, and it had a story, but the story was not well-told. Mm. So at the end of the day, I don't need a thing. I just need you to tell me a story. Tell me a good story. I guess, like I said, the whole theme thing comes from the fact that pretty much every season of American Horror Story has had a theme. You know, mm-hmm. that's been like the consistent, you know, I guess process of the whole franchise that each season has a theme. So I think it's just, I mean, if, if they if they go this entire season without really even revealing a the theme, that's totally fine. But, but the thing of it is that, you know, most of the fans of the show, most of the people who have been watching American Horror Story since season one, you know, have just gotten used to, you know, each season being attached to, like, one primary theme. So I think it might take some time for folks to get adjusted to it. Like I said, again, if they do a really good job of telling the story, people won't even care. They'll they'll be like you and Mark. You know, they'll be like, ah, I don't care. But I think right now it's, it's so early on where now, like, you know, just in general, I think people's minds are racing. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's what's really happening right now more than anything else. And that's what I said there earlier was that I want a thing. A lot of people want a thing because, see, the thing is, when you have this great, and we're back to the marketing, mm-hmm. you have this great marketing you know, campaign, mm-hmm. and most of everybody who's tuning in are tuning in for the traffic of what the theme is. Mm-hmm. There are there are some who are there for a good like me. I'm going on a theme and a good story. Mm-hmm. But there's gonna be some people who are gonna come in like, oh hell, they didn't give us a theme yet, you know. I've done with American Horror Story and that's going to take the <laughs> narrative. That's gonna take over the narrative. Nobody's gonna look at the like what you're looking at being like, I want a good story. Right. They're like, no, we want to and that's gonna take over the whole down and people could get tainted with that type of thinking, but like, well, Despite if we, whether we have the best season yet, everybody's gonna remember like, oh yeah, they sat there, gave us the blue balls, and I just gave up. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch no more and shit like that. So, and so, Mark, what are you gonna do with next week's episode? It is a completely different storyline. They don't come back. That would be the Roanoke story. Like they might, they might do it because they said it's gonna be two distinctive stories going on. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I would, I'm like, if I would be all for that because that means I would, I was like, okay, there's a gimmick, there's some type mm-hmm. of gimmick going on, and you know, like one week yeah. we have one week is one story, another week is another story. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. So one of my, one of my, I, I think I know what about, it is. Oh, I got a theory. Oh, clutching my pearls. 
You ready? Is it the demon? Yeah. Or the epic demon? <laughs> you sure you want? You sure you want to hear it? Go, hey, listen. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't give us the blue no, balls no. like Ryan. All right. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna give the blue balls. Everybody's gonna get the bus here. All right. Oh, all right. Um, what if the other theme? Remember they said that that they're gonna go back and forth in time. Mm-hmm. What if the other theme are the people that um that are that are terrorizing that house? Remember when they kept saying um, Roanoke and Croatoan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if that's them? Mm-hmm. What if they're going to show their perspective? Oh, okay. So, see, like, so all the uneven, all the even episodes would be from the past and all the uneven. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I can see that. That'd be hot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we got a lot of people that haven't been accounted for yet. What exactly. if they're in the other storyline? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Kathy Bates is part of it. You know, that's connections, her, because she was leading the group. That makes sense. I like that. I hope what it is. And also, you know, um, that's been like a big thing that's been building up within the whole American Horror Story franchise is connecting, you know, past seasons, connecting storylines from earlier seasons. Um, So, I mean, this could be a way that they can kind of play with that a little bit more, too. But I'm all for, like, the duality of it all. Like, you know, have, like, different perspectives, you know. With each episode, I guess you could say. Yeah, I'm on board. One of the things I was, one of the things I was thinking about was like the idea that, um, you know, the the separation, the fact that they have, you know, this um, frame of the, um, you know, the documentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I feel like there's going to be a separation between there, or at least possibly a separation between what they're stating in the documentary mm-hmm. and what you're seeing, you know, in the show itself. You mm-hmm. know, um, I'm not exactly sure how far you can take that, like mm-hmm. to make it like two completely different stories. But, you know, there's the story of what you tell and then there's the story of what actually happened, you know, mm-hmm. as a possibility. But, yeah, that, yeah I'm, I'm all for whichever they bring us, because like I said, y'all gonna be asleep. But I'm gonna have to see this shit firsthand tonight at like one o'clock in the morning. I'll be sitting there resharing my damn you re re um fresh my YouTube and Facebook pages and and if one of y'all's awake at the time, I will be texting y'all. I'm just get ready for it. But anyway, nah, I'm not gonna just one out, man. That sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna have to switch my phone and. Yeah. Now, that's a fucking American horror story right there. I know, yeah. right? Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi limbo, American horror story. That's <laughs> that's yeah. and you know what's kind of funny is that, like, um, kind of going back to what you were saying, there and Mark about you know everybody's kind of like trying to find a theme, and some people might fall off the show because it doesn't have a theme or whatever. But I think you know a lot of folks really jumped on the whole American horror story bandwagon. Um, during Coven. And I think there's a lot of people who are like still clinching to hope that they'll get like another Coven, basically. Another sassy... Coven Coven was everything. Oh, it was amazing. Mm. But It's my favorite one. Yeah, it was my favorite one too. But I think um, it it, it, kind of set a tone for folks who weren't already watching America's Horror Story during the first two seasons, Mm -hmm. where that's kind of like what they're expecting out of America's Horror Story. Exactly. Like this very sassy show. It's like, nah, you know, you know, you might want to check out Asylum or, you know, the first season. But But I want to say something, Chris, about that, and it's the fact that the people who always sit there and say, well, the show got stupid once COVID came on. I I would call them hipsters, but I'm like, y'all didn't, I mean, 
they irks me when they say that. Because mm-hmm. every time they sit there and say about American Horror Story, you always had like five to ten comments. Mm-hmm. And the show went off the rails once Coven came into the play. I'm thinking like, no, it did. That's going to get better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, exactly. I mean, Asylum oh, was great. What? No, I was just going to say, I think it does. When this whole episode that we're talking about is the, a play on expectations. Like if mm-hmm. if you were expecting one thing and you, there was a sea change with Coven, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, saying that it got worse or better or, you know, is kind of beside the point, but it definitely changed. Mm-hmm. You know? um, yeah. And so, you know, because I, I actually um, talked to someone who had that same feeling. They, they especially felt that, you know, the introduction of um, – you know, of Angela Bassett and uh, Kathy Bates, they felt like they were underutilized as actors. You know, they felt a little insulted by it almost. They and felt like on. it was kind of like, yeah. Um, but, you know, that's their point of view. I, I didn't um, yeah. agree with it. I'm just saying that um, it definitely yeah. was a different change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they was used just as, I thought they was the yeah. greatest because their storylines played out to because they were enemies. Mm-hmm. And yeah. once they took each other out, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. there's nothing else to do. But this coven it still has to be taken care of. So I felt that they were being used greatly. I yeah. think they were underused in Freak Show because they got rid of Kathy Bates way too soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then they turned around and gave Angela Bassett this third tit and then just put out the background <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Amazon third tit. Yeah. <laughs> Like third two is the problem. I'm like, we're gonna give you a third ticket. She'll be fierce. I'm just gonna have a third titty and a big click. You'll be just all about what you be the thing. It's all about being like, Angela, what you doing? Oh, I forget she was on this season. Okay. Because they fucked up when they gave her and Kathy Bates that friendship. Yeah. And it was there was some great scenes with them two together. And then like two episodes or episode later, kid yeah, I, I don't think it was making them friends something I think again, and I've said this before about Freak Show. I I liked Freak Show up to a point, but Freak Show got became too bloated. Yeah. Nobody pulled dude aside. Nobody was editing him. Because you're not, you're still introducing. We got two episodes left. Why are you still introducing new characters? Yeah, the Neil Patrick Harris thing was like, dude, come on now. Yeah. He did not need to be on there. Yeah, no. be in the show. That's absolutely great. And next season, we'll be looking for him. Uh-huh. As much as I love Dr. Jamal Warner. I was just glad Dr. Jamal Warner. Like, yeah. he, he was just there to sit there and be like, yo, I'm still here. You know, <laughs> y'all know mm-hmm. here. But I had to give yeah. his character a good because he was like, you know, of course, me like, oh, a third, a third titty, you know, that's not a big deal. But Angela Bass had a big ass clit, and it was like to the point where she was getting off other dudes with it. Mm-hmm. So he was sort of like, that's fine too. Okay, I like this character, even though yeah. I ain't seen him a lot. And then he had three beautiful kids. It's like, yeah. so, he didn't let that get in his way at all. At all, right? Yeah. So he probably said, yeah. girl, I feel a freak of the night. Go ahead to that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so I mean, overall, like Malcolm said earlier, if they're trying, if he's trying to like cut off the fat with the next, with this season, I give him that because um, Murder House was had a small cast and they had just like one particular 
setting with the small cast and the side characters didn't over did take over the show so um i'm i'm all for it if they do that but you know i just i don't know i know you know what's great about <laughs> I was just saying that again, that, that, uh, that hotline bling. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, they call back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I know you heard this song the first time. I was hoping y'all hadn't heard it, though, but nah, you know. We were getting all but we that. did, but yeah. we did. <laughs> okay, but. um. In those it, Facebook calls, okay. <laughs> people want to know what happened with American Horror Story. They already know how yeah. little. I am about it, so but yeah. I mean, but I think like you know with this season, it's it's kind of cool because it almost kind of feels like you know the franchise is getting a fresh start a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and I think for folks who are like you know all into the mystery, you know they'll get something out of this season. Uh, for folks like Malcolm and Derek, even who are just looking for a really good story and care less about the theme, hopefully they'll get out something out of this season too. You know, I feel like Ryan is definitely taking a different approach because I mean. Considering this is the sixth season and we've already went through five different, you know, primary horror themes. I mean, there's mm-hmm. other themes that can, can be explored. I remember at one time people were talking about like it was going to do a theme dealing with like Area 51. But well, we kind of got a little bit of that in Asylum, Asylum. with aliens mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, so it's, it's getting to a point now where I feel like focusing on these horror themes are, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's getting played out, but it's, it's getting to a point now where you're going to have to figure out a way to like not. I don't know, build like everything about your series just off of one particular horror thing. Cause they've, di- they've done so many so far, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's well, like, it's can... funny, like when, no, I was just gonna say, it's funny that you mentioned that like on my, um, on my timeline, when I was, um, I tagged Mark in it and you know, start commenting between the commercial breaks. Um, you know, one of the criticisms I heard was like, it just feels like it's, horror Yahtzee, where you take different yeah. aspects of horror, you know, cliches, and you mix it up and make an episode. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, well, I don't think that's necessarily an accident. I think that's kind of what the show is. Like, you are taking all these horror tropes and you're making different stories out of them. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like horror Yahtzee, you probably don't really like the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you probably like horror, um, period, because that's really new in horror. Right. That's right. very true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So on the way how it's told. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think originality originality I will say over and over is overrated. If you do Listen, it well, you're gonna Mark, like it. I'm gonna say, Mark, why don't you go ahead and get that tatty? Because like, I am. I am. Originality, originality is overrated. Is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a special flower. Rumor that I heard, and Mark, you probably heard this one too, is that next season they're going to actually start tying everything together. See, I heard that, but I thought they were going to do it this year because the greatest American Horror Story trailer of all time is the one where they connected all the seasons together. Because yeah, that's why I went into really it good. like, you know, okay, this is finally it because they really started connecting the shit together with Hotel. Mm-hmm. They brought on, first of all, they brought in the fact that the Countess had an abortion. Now they had her had our baby at the murder house. Mm-hmm. Then they turned around and brought in Queenie from um, Coven. Yeah. Coven. Mm-hmm. It killed like a like, that shit pissed me the fuck off. Anyway. Dope. Dope. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and then brought in Billy, um Billy that's not Billy Jean, but what what's the name? You know Sarah Paulson's character from season one. Oh yeah. 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 I was just thinking like the um, 
the whole the whole frame of the documentary definitely allows them to connect the seasons a little more because sure yeah you know if you have the same actors playing different characters it gets confusing but if you mm -hmm. have this frame of the documentary you can have other people you know, representing these other characters in real yeah, life. Yeah, that's the, all. Yeah, go ahead. But the problem with that is that the name of the show is called My Roanoke Nightmare. Now, here's another thing. What if they come back next week? Yeah, and do something totally different. Yeah, instead of My Roanoke right. Nightmare. Yeah, well, like, yeah. like like Corey was saying, like he probably like, still they might do a past thing, or they might sit there and like do something where like they get to like episode three oh. or six. And then go to a whole other thing because again, it's up in the air, and they probably could you imagine if they would do like a special, you know, like I said again, a pseudo docuseries thing, um, kind of doing reenactments of people who kind of experience, uh, or who are involved, I guess you could say, not involved so much, but like people who experience what these crazy things that were taking place. In past seasons, you know what I'm saying. Right. So, like, you know, with Asylum, well, yeah, they could do something similar with like Asylum and Coven and Freak Show, where you know they have like this reenactment story from like you know someone else's perspective of what took place. You know, like I don't know, like that that might be a little bit of a stretch, but I don't know. Like right now, it's kind of open ended where they could kind of play around with that. So, I yeah, I think that's probably the best way of doing it because. Like I said, there were there was that um, that awkward moment in the hotel when mm. you know um, you know Queenie is you know Queenie, but also um, you know the what is it I forget the character Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett was playing. yeah yeah it was also Ramona is identical yeah. to the, the other you know character from Covenant right and there's no you know point of recognition whatsoever like wow you look just like old chick from right because <laughs> they're being played by the same actors you know so mm -hmm. i don't know i mean there, there's some I just hope, uh, awkwardness I just they, over with yeah, yeah i'm glad that they um, um queenie did run into some hypodermic salad because that's probably been a little problematic but hell by queenie being a pretty much a ghost in the hotel and billy dean kept coming back Every Halloween, she like should run to her at some point. But this is all speculation. Um, final thoughts across the board. Um, Malcolm, you go first. I loved it. Um, I thought it was a much slower pace, fewer, you know, fewer distractions. I think maybe it was a little. Um, I felt like there was way too many commercials, but you know, it wasn't that. <laughs> you ain't never. Uh... Got... Yeah, they were really giving me too many ads, but. Um... Other than that, no, it was good. I, I'm all for it. Chris? Um, I enjoyed it. I think that uh, it left um, uh, enough story where, you know, it could go into any direction right now. And I, I'm kind of hyped about that. Because, like, right now, like, it can basically do a full, like, 180 and turn, it could turn into, like, you know, almost like an episodic thing where, like, each episode is a different theme. Um, or they could just focus on this main storyline. So, like, there's just a lot of potential. My whole thing right now is just, like, you know, how would they kind of keep up this pace? And hopefully the storyline is strong enough this season where even if they kind of leave out the whole entire theme, um, it's still entertaining enough where it's not like, you know, we're getting kind of bored halfway through, you know, mm -hmm. but so far I'm enjoying it. 
Okay, Corey. Well, I'm looking at it right now, like I was saying earlier, this is um, they're going to yank the rug out from under us soon. Mm-hmm. My my theory about it flipping it and it being the people from Roanoke or the ones they uh, that Sarah Paulson's character ran into in the in the forest and flipping it, I have a very strong feeling they're going to do that just based on some of the uh, set uh, photos they had. They had a set photo set during that colonial times that they're going to feature. So I'm thinking they're going to do that. And like, you know, you were saying also, Chris, is the fact that they're going to they're going to switch it up. Mm-hmm. And we're, I think there, there's going to be a lot of surprises in here. They're going to really take people's expectations and do the complete opposite of what we think they're going to do mm. on purpose. Mm. But um, it makes me curious to see who L- Lady Gaga is going to be playing. Exactly. That's the only thing. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, because they had in a makeup chair. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, girl, what you going to be? What the fuck did you put you in? And so yeah. that's why she's like, Oh, I'm wearing a pig head today. That's fine. Let's just do it. Mm. <laughs> Where is God? I mean, because she's warm. Me. I mean, you know. So, uh, Derek, did you have anything? Did you have any final thoughts? Um, so far, so good. For nice, nice intro episode. We'll see where it goes. Okay, and like I said, we will be back here next week with same time, same channel, discussing the second episode. Hell, I might do a Facebook live reaction shot of some about what I find out with this thing in the middle of the night. Hell, I'm just, Child. I'm just, I, I am, I am, <laughs> I am now, with that, I am bothered because I was just going to say that now I'm just saying, I am bothered. I am very bothered. You know, and you know, Ryan Murphy is doing this specifically to fuck with you. Yeah, yeah. you own it. Yeah. Yeah. He knows. Yeah, it it's a conspiracy. Yes. They put your name up there like as the winner. So like, nah, right. I just fuck with you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan was probably like, nah, I won't fuck with him that day. Oh, he probably cussed my ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think the girl, she had her, her name was Miranda Duff, Miranda W, Miranda E, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma. I think that's kind of goddamn close. <laughs> that's pretty goddamn close. And I'll probably sit there find that bitch like, look, you know, you know, you need know, it down. You need this shit. Give it to me. This is what yeah. I do know. Next Wednesday is going to be real hard on my DVR because everything is going to be on. Man, there's, this season is really turned out to be good. I was just going to say, like, after watching this episode, I honestly feel like, you know, the potential for season six of American Horror Story is really high. Mm. You know, because that was something, you know, it could fuck it up, but. You know, so far, the stuff we've seen this season, Atlanta, Clean Sugar, mm-hmm. you know, you got uh, Insecure coming up, mm-hmm. you got Luke Cage. I mean, there's so much mm-hmm. good shit. I mean, you talk, yeah, you talk, I'm talking just about Wednesday night. Well, yeah. Wednesday night is, is, the, <laughs> is, the, is, the, is the, the sitcoms. Yeah. So oh, ABC, The Myth, yeah. and this new one comes with Mini Driver. And the Goldbergs and Modern Family oh, and Black. Oh yeah. See, that's yeah. the thing. Another channel. Mr. Robot is going to be on another channel. I forgot about Mr. Robot. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just caught it with Mr. Robot. On yeah. Another channel, and they all come on around the same time. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I hope it didn't Let's see. This is over the stuff. This is exactly. This is exactly why I had to drop Empire. I'm sorry. Like, it was also on Wednesday night. Like, I'm not even thinking about that shit. Like, there's, like, way too much other good shit on. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I will wait for the, uh, I will wait for the memes to come out. Yeah. Yeah. One of my, one of my, uh, 
one of my friends just sat there and text. He said um, he recorded he DVR American Horror Story. He had set it up to DVR. Got home and found out it didn't record because his son hit all his damn hit his DVR one hundred percent capacity full. I said, "You talking about a big ass whooping boy? Stop back at that ass. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know you better go leave. You, you better release this bullshit. And he said, once a week. And not, and not only he said, he said, not only is this shit that it's like 100% capacity, but shit that's all, all of this shit's on demand, which means that you can pull it down anytime you want to. Mm. Mm. You know, so, mm. but yeah, I mean. He waited this long, but another 24 hours won't kill him. Now I got to do watch it again in my right. house. So. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. You keep them company. You'll be up waiting for that three o'clock. <laughs> I'm worried about my internet, though. I gotta get my clean sugar fix. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah, I'm sorry because I know I can't I, even get my clean sugar. I, I, I thought the first ten minutes of it started out good. So, yeah. Oh my god, I love that show. I get to catch up on that one. It's really. Good. It is so yes, fucking beautiful, man. Yeah. Just like oh, you have not watched Queen Sugar yet. No, I mean, I've been like uh, moving, so it's like I've been out of the loop a little yeah, bit. I got to yeah. catch up on that. Uh-huh. I had to see the episode of Atlanta that came on Tuesday, mm-hmm. you know, and that's actually really good. So, yeah, I, I got a lot of catching up to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you get a chance for Queen Sugar, just sit there and just cut your phone off and just get your favorite. Oh, that's yeah, the plan. <laughs> because Malcolm called me. Yeah, Malcolm yeah. texted me and said, man, I'm watching Queen Sugar and... I said, Malcolm, call me when you're okay. I I'll admit it. Call me when you're okay. I was like, oh, I God. I had that exact same thing. I had that exact same thing when, like, my aunt died and, mm. you know, all her kids came. I was like, oh, mm. my God. Mm. This is so fucking real. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Those unexpected family feuds and shit, you know. Mm. Anyway, yeah. That's any, that's any type of funeral. I mean, yeah, so. And I, that's yeah, the thing yeah. I hate. That's why I kind of like, you know, everybody come home, they mad at each other, they ready to fight and shit. Like, I ain't got time for it. That's why I'm mm-hmm. that. See, that's mm-hmm. people with the big families. Thank God, there's only three of us left. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I, I'm, at, and I, I'm at the age now where you have to be a Paul Bear. I mean, you don't have to be, but they always ask you to be a Paul Bear. I'm like, shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, when you, that's the other thing, like, there's so much black television, but there's also a lot of, like, southern black television. Yes, you know? yes. yes. The, yeah. You know, Atlanta and Queen Sugar are very steep in the south. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. And so but, is Greenleaf, who's down in yeah. Memphis, though, I had to see the yet, so. Mm-hmm. I saw it's, on, it's on the own, it's on the own app for a limited time. I got I got about my DVR. I got them on my DVR. But I watched a piece of an episode and I was like, they don't sound like they're from Memphis at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. But I guess that wraps up the program tonight. And I appreciate everybody who stopped in all the way from Chile. And you know, tune in tomorrow for our two part not two part but our double episode of recap of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. Because Derek has to get it off his chest that his fave went home. <laughs> if you want to that, see Derek go in, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see Derek go in tomorrow, please tune in tomorrow at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> because he's gonna go in and let him. Yeah. I know what the secret is. You can't follow the goddamn rules. That's the secret. Oh shit! <laughs> I get it. That's the secret. You can't follow the goddamn rules. 
I give you that. But uh, just tune in tomorrow. We're going to be all into that. And then tune in next week for a new. I guess I got bought off Big Brother tonight. Anyway, so I, I, I'm going to be up all night. So anyway, I will see y'all all next week. Thank you everybody for joining us. And have a nice evening. Good night. Nice. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you happen to be listening to. And make sure to visit MailMediaMind.com where you'll find links to our YouTube page. Subscribe and you can listen to us live and leave your comments and questions while we record. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next episode.